Please listen carefully. Everybody, it's Chris at Cross Akana. Uh, I know that we have been on a little bit of a break, so happy holidays and happy new year to everybody. Uh, today we are posting up an interview um, that we uh, posted as a video on our Facebook page, so you may have seen that, but it is the uh, today's the audio version uh, for you podcast listeners out there of our interview with Coach Fox, Coach Lauren Fox. So uh, we go through a number of things, learning about where she grew up and uh, what she was like uh, growing up in terms of sports and fitness and school. And we get into CrossFit, obviously, and how she got into coaching. We talk about things like her morning routine and uh, her workout routine um, and a little bit of her travels and things on her bucket list. So she did say that uh, afterwards that um, – there was a lot more that she wanted to say, and you know, in the moment, we kind of get wrapped up in conversation, so she just forgot. So there will definitely be a part two, but this is a uh, a good length part one, uh, introducing you to Coach Fox in case you didn't know her or know her as well. So enjoy. So let's start with in the beginning. Okay. Um, where did you grow up? Family, what, like whatever the, the origin story of okay. Lauren Fox is. Lauren Fox. So grew up in northeast Philadelphia um, in Fox Chase section of Philly. Um, I have one sister. She's three years younger than me, mom, dad. Um, lived there my whole life until college. Then I went away to college. I went to Widener University. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you and your sister get along? Like, were you close growing up? We were close growing up. We're three years apart, so um, we were in high school at the same time. Um, I was a freshman. She was, or, sorry, she was a freshman. I was a senior, so um, we were there together. And then, um, yeah, we both played sports, so we were on the soccer team together. Um, mm-hmm. And then I kind of moved on, went away to college, came back, lived at home for a little bit. And, but, yeah, we've always been close. Um, she doesn't live too far from me now, so we see each other a lot. She, I have... Um, two nephews and a niece, so mm-hmm. I like to, to see them, so we, we stay in touch and get together a lot. How old are they? Mm, seven. Or around how old? I think seven, six, and three. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. I could be off by a year or so. Yeah, if she watches this, then she'll yeah. <laughs> yeah, try and correct you on that. Um, and you played sports growing up, so what did you play? I did. I played everything. I started out with t-ball when I was probably six years old in first grade. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, I got into soccer, um, softball, played basketball, ran track. Um, the only things that really stuck were softball and soccer. So I played those in high school. Um, I was the captain of my softball team in nice. high school. So right. that was cool. And then, but I was really kind of better at soccer um, because I had, I was fast. So okay. um, I had a lot of speed. So I made varsity my freshman year of mm. high school. And then I played throughout high school. And then I played in college. I played soccer. So that was, that was fun. Where did you go to high school? I went to St. Basil Academy. It's an um, all-girls school in Jenkintown. Mm-hmm. What was it like to go to all-girls school? It, it was fine. I mean, I didn't know anything. It was weird. Like, I guess it was fine. It was easy because yeah, I wore a uniform, so I knew mm-hmm. I didn't have to like, worry about getting dressed up and impressing guys or anything like that every day. So I knew what I was wearing. Mm-hmm. You know, no makeup, just rolled out of bed, rolled right into my uniform, right into school. Um, no boys were there, so it was, it was fine. Like, it was weird like, going to dances and stuff. Like, there would be boys because... They weren't, in, they weren't in the classroom with you, but it was cool. 
Were you a good student? Like, what were your favorite subjects? Um, how, what was school like for you? I had to work really hard. Mm -hmm. um, I had to put a lot of time, and I'd have to get up early in the morning and kind of study, um, stay up late studying for tests. Um, I like I needed to memorize things in order to kind of retain it, um, write things out. So, I like I write things out that helps me learn. So I would take notes in class and then go home and to to study it and actually like retain that information. I would just rewrite it, and that kind of makes help sink in my brain. So. I worked really hard and it took a lot of time, but because mm -hmm. um, that takes time to do, but it, it paid off. I did. I did okay. And you still do that, like if you need to learn something, mm -hmm. you write it out. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yep. Um, so school never came naturally per se. Right. But you worked at it. Yes. Got Whereas it. my sister was the opposite. She okay. was um, school president. Um, she we were kind of opposites in that way, but and she was just naturally like a good student. Okay. But I had to, I had to work for it. What about sports? Were you? It sounded like you were fast. Mm -hmm. So soccer was obviously speed matters in soccer a lot. Yes. Um, so skill-wise? The skill piece was I was okay at it. Um, mm -hmm. I practiced a lot, but um, the speed was just um, the, the biggest thing. Yeah. And then working on the skill, um, you know, I was a forward, so I was the goal scorer, um, but I could get ahead of people and okay. take their shots. Got it. Yeah. And you were captain of softball team. Mm -hmm. So why do you think they chose you as captain? Um, well, what my coach told me at the time was because I, was, um, a, I set a good example. Um, so I was, I was a good player, and I think I just, I don't know. You have yeah. to edit that out. I don't well, know. This, is, this isn't time to he be said, humble. You know, I remember his words now that you said, he said I led by example. I think I just kind of listened and did what I needed to do and showed up and was on time and, and worked hard. So, okay. you and me, Captain. And you've always been like that? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because the sense I get is, from what I see, like with coaching and, and everything here, is that you're diligent, you pay attention to details, um, you show up early to things. So, but I'm guessing that you've kind of always been like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think that came from? Probably my, my parents. Okay. Um, they're kind of the same way. They, mm -hmm. they set a good example for me growing up. Um, kind of, it was disciplined. Like we always, we never really could do, my sister and I couldn't really just do what we wanted. We kind of, my parents were very disciplined us. Um, uh, were they strict? They were. Mm -hmm. So I kind of was like sheltered up until college. Like until I was on my own, it was like, oh, I can do what I want. I don't have to. Mm -hmm. Nobody's here asking me where I'm going to be and when I'm going to be back and mm -hmm. what I'm doing. Like it's kind mm -hmm. of kind of like on my own now. So mm -hmm. I kind of was a little bit sheltered up until that point. Did you have uh, like a curfew? Were you allowed to drive places? Like how strict were they? Um, they always wanted to know where I was, where I was going to be, who I was going to be with. And I had you know, a certain time to be home, but depending on like the situation or you know, whatever was going on, if it was like a school dance or just mm -hmm. going to somebody's house, I guess the time kind of yeah. changed. So okay. it wasn't like, you know, 10 o'clock every night or anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, did you drink in high school? No. I was good. I was really yeah. good. You I was really good. Yeah. Did you ever get in trouble at school? Like uh, um, discipline wise? Not really, no. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. You were, so you were truly like... I really was a goody goody. Yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. I had perfect attendance throughout high school as well. You had perfect I didn't attendance miss a day. all four years. Yes, on graduation, I got to go up on stage and get my little certificate. Four years perfect attendance. Were you the only one? Um, I think so. Were there days where you were sick, but you were like, "No, I need to go because I'm running a streak right now." No, no. I mean, I was. I don't think I really ever got sick. Maybe a cold, but nothing okay. to stay in bed home to stay home for. And you didn't go in high school like I want perfect attendance. No, it just kind of it just worked it, out that like way. The first year, oh, I didn't miss a day. Second year, I didn't miss a day, and then it just kind of was like, all right, I want to get this. Right, and by senior year, you definitely like, right. Even if you were sick, yeah, you were probably gonna go. But mm -hmm. interesting. 
So softball, getting down to softball and soccer, captain of softball, but yeah. then you went to play soccer. I did. I played soccer in college. In college. I was um, recruited to play. I, got, I visited some schools um, and looked at their soccer programs and mm -hmm. met with their coaches and things like that, and I ended up choosing to go to Widener University. Mm -hmm. um, it was local-ish. I mean, it's only about 45 minutes south on 95 from here, so it was close enough where I could still kind of get home if I needed to and not yep. too far away. So. Okay. And what was your experience like at Widener? It was great. I mean, I met a lot of friends, people I'm still friends with today. Um, you lived there? I did. I lived there. I lived on campus, yeah. yeah. So I got, because I was on the soccer team, I got to go early before the right. rest of the team because it was like preseason. Right. So got a little acclimated then, got situated in my dorm room and, and you know, know where things are, the cafeteria. And yep. So that was kind of cool, like to get there before everybody else as a freshman starting out. Mm -hmm. So to have that experience. Were you excited about college? Were you nervous? Were you... I was excited to kind of just be on my own because yeah. I just like, lived with my parents my whole life and just mm -hmm. wasn't, you know, just was like really excited to just kind of do what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And not that I took advantage of it. I wasn't one of those people that went to college and just went nuts. Went crazy, right. At all. Yeah. Like I was still good throughout college, just like I was in <laughs> high school, but it was just cool to just kind of be able to be on my own. Did you ever skip a class in college? I, over, I had a really early class, um, like an 8 a.m., which yeah. today, like, that's not even early. Right, right, but in <laughs> but college, it's, like, so early, In college, so it was early, so right? early, yeah. and, um, yeah, yeah. yeah so once in a while, I overslept, but yeah. not on purpose. I was going to say, not like you consciously were like, nah, I don't want to go to class. Yeah, yeah no, you just wouldn't do that. I, I needed to go. I wasn't someone to miss, because then I'd be, like, behind. Got like, it. I needed to be there and listen and yeah. learn. Did you sit up front? I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, also, because soccer's a fall sport, mm -hmm. um, and on the team, like, you already have a belonging, and you have, like, a structure that a lot of other people don't have, yes. you know, if they don't have a sport. Right. Or even if it's a spring sport, right? Like, mm -hmm. the fact that it was fall and the fact that you were on a team already gave you, like, a sense of belonging anyway, yeah. right? Um, did you do other stuff in college? Um, soccer, like, it was the fall sport, but we kind of played it year-round. Like, we, we okay. played um, indoor Oh, okay. um, at a different a facility off campus, yeah. um, just to kind of like say running and stuff like that. Um, we worked out together in the fitness center, and there was a weight room. Mm -hmm. um, so throughout the year, we were always doing stuff, but the season was in the fall. Got it. Um, didn't really do too much else, just school and soccer. Yeah. And what was your major? It was business management with a concentration in management information systems. So did you go into college knowing that you wanted to do something like that along those lines? Or, I, like, in high school, when you kind of had to pick uh, like a major, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I just was like, all right, well, I have a lot of uncles and aunts that are, do business, like they're doing you know, accounting and finance and stuff like that, so I guess I'll right. go business, you know? Right. I didn't know it. Because that's what you knew. Exactly. For and sure. I just kind of picked something. Yep. And then within that, I was always kind of like into computers and like computer -y stuff. I was like, oh, MIS, Management Information Systems, would be a good concentration. Yep. Because it was... um. You know, stuff with Excel and database and mm -hmm. website. So I was like, oh, that'll be good. So right. I kind of went that route. And it kind of worked that what you thought you were interested in. Right. It worked I, out. Yep. Yeah. Um, and what you do now is related to that? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of ne <laughs> never was. So when I graduated, um, it was really hard to get a job. Like the market was terrible. So I took a job um, with a temporary, like a temp agency, just yep. to kind of get my foot in the door somewhere to, to get a paycheck. Yep. And it was, ended up being, it was an investment company. So I was just doing like basic entry level stuff. Mm -hmm. And then from there I got hired full time and then kind of grew my career in like the finance industry. Um, so it wasn't really necessarily what I went to school for, but it mm -hmm. was still business. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what I do today is more finance stuff. So if you were explaining to a five-year-old what mm -hmm. you do, okay. what, what would you tell them? I guess I would tell them it's kind of a bank 
for banks, what I do. So a regular person can go into a retail bank and do their banking. Mm -hmm. So what I do is um, banking for banks. So it's kind of on a bigger scale. Mm -hmm. And day to day, what do you like? That's the business, right? Yes. But your specific role. So I'm in like client support. So um, what I do on my team, it's I work for a broker dealer. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, within the broker dealer, I'm in the operations area, and I do kind of do special projects. So my team does. There's a service side, and then there's a processing side. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of a hybrid of both. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of help out where it's needed um, for clients' accounts. Right. Got it. Yeah. Give us a sense of your a day in the life. So, what time do you get up? What's your morning routine? Um, sure. Yeah. So, a regular day. If I am not coaching in the morning, then I still get up and I do my workout in the morning because mm -hmm. that will most likely mean that I am coaching at night. So I still want to get my workout in. So. Which is what time? Five thirty a.m. So you're up at what time? So if I'm not coaching, I my alarm goes off at four forty. Mm -hmm. So and it usually takes, I'll be out the door in 20 minutes. Got it. But the night before I lay out my clothes and I have everything, so all my bags are laid out, my, mm -hmm. my food is on the counter in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So I'll roll out of bed, 4.40, um, get my, throw my contacts in, <laughs> rinse yeah. my face real quick, right. throw all my clothes, which is already laid out, yep. head on downstairs, eat my banana, yep. um, usually grab my bag and then head out the door. So um, banana every morning? If I'm working out, I need something in my system, yeah. so I'll have a banana, yes. And when you're coaching, too? When I'm coaching, banana and coffee, because I want to be more Got it. on point for coaching. So you don't have coffee if you're working out. Right. But you do. But I do coaching. if I'm coaching, because I just I want to be extra on. If it's if I'm just working out, then that's on me. If I'm a little sluggish, Got it's it. okay. But. So then do you have coffee after you work out? So if I don't have it when I first get up, then I'll have it when I'm at my desk at work. Got it. Yeah, okay. just kind of. And what do you drink? Black coffee. Straight up. Straight up. So drip at home, and then same thing at the office. They have a machine. We have a Keurig machine there, okay. so I'll do a Keurig. Yep. Got it. Yep. If you're going to Starbucks, what's your order? Uh, is it a red eye or a black eye? I forget. Tyler knows. Similar. I always tell Tyler to get it for it's me. Similar. So it's, yeah, it's one shot or, or two shots. Yeah. yeah. So then it's the one shot one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Red eye. Okay. He knows. He knows what I like. He Got does it. it on the app. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> Uh, we'll get to Tyler in a minute. Yeah. Um, okay, so coaching or working out in the morning, 5.30? Yep. 5.30. And then you're at work by and then I'm around at work time? By, by 8.30 at the latest. I try to be at my desk. Okay. Um, and I'm there all day till 5-ish. And um, is that a strict schedule? Yeah, you either, have to be either there? to 5, pretty much. Okay. Um, I could change those hours, but if I came in, if I went in earlier to leave earlier, then that would probably mess up my working out or coaching in the morning, and mm -hmm. it's kind of like perfect the way it is. So right. I can still get here by 5.15 at night, so yep. I like good how it is got it so you're most likely either coaching or working out in the morning mm -hmm. and then depending on that then the afternoon is going to be the and opposite the, exactly right yep um and then after that oh so at work um what do you have for lunch like do you buy do you bring no i usually i usually bring um uh every day i'll try and prep stuff on the weekends so mm -hmm. depending on what i what i'm doing maybe i'll prep, prep like some chicken and vegetables or it'll just be a big salad something like that okay um, I, have, I snack a lot, too, throughout the day, so I have a drawer, which I should have showed this in my Instagram story now that I'm thinking of it. Yeah. I have a drawer. It's all snacks. It's, like, coconut chips, nuts, seeds, um, some little packets of fruit pouches, things like that. And where do you get these from? Just a store, a giant. Okay. So, Trader Joe's. Yeah, say Trader Joe's has, yeah, those, Trader Joe's. has a whole aisle of yep. those, right? Um, do you have a favorite? Um, I like Lara Bars. Mm. Yeah. Favorite flavor of Lara Bar? Cashew cookie. Ooh. Yeah, it's my favorite. Nice. And do you, are you just eating these whenever you're hungry? Do you have like a schedule of snacking? 
pretty much whenever I'm hungry. So some days, some days I don't even open that drawer. But okay. if I feel like I need a little extra something, then it's there. It's there. Got yeah. it. Okay. When do you do your food shopping? You Saturdays or Sundays. So Always once, on weekends. Once a week, yeah. Got it. Yeah. And one big shop. One big shop yeah. for the week. So you're not like going to the store right. every other day for yeah. little things. So by Friday night, like our fridge is pretty much bare. <laughs> like it's embarrassing when somebody comes over and opens the fridge. There's nothing like, do you not eat? Right. I'm like, well, we eat fresh. Yeah. So there's nothing. Sorry, we, we got to go yeah, tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. Do you plan out dinners? I do. So because I'm usually working out or coaching at nighttime, I get mm -hmm. home. It's like 7.30, 8 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Probably closer to 8 o'clock because 7.30, 6.30, 7.30. Right. But, um, so yeah, I'll try to prep stuff during the week that either Tyler or I could just throw in the oven and just mm -hmm. heat up or something quick that's already. So you're not doing one huge food prep on Sunday? I mean, you kind of are because what, of the lunches? I am. And then yeah. like, sometimes I'll do like a big, I'll do multiple dinners. So it'll be okay. something like maybe like stuffed peppers that we can just throw in the oven and heat up or, Got it. or a big, I don't know, some, some sort of like sauce with meat that we can just heat up, something like that. That's right. faster during the week with the. Okay. The prep was done over the weekend. Right. Do you ever have leftovers? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so sometimes, sometimes I'll bring leftovers for lunch. Gotcha. If I'm sick of salads or right. whatever I made. Yep. So it's not um, the same. It's not always the same thing every day not for always. lunch. It, there could be week. There could be a week there where it's the same thing. There could be a week where it is right. But yeah. But it doesn't have to be. Or it's not always structured that way. Right. Got it. Um, who does the cooking, or you know, whatever cooking you have? Um. You, we, we've kind of tried to do 50-50. Um, okay. I do a lot of the prep work, but if, it, if I say I failed and didn't prep, mm -hmm. then it's on Tyler to get something done so okay. that we're not eating at 10 o'clock at night. So it's not expected that he does everything, but it's not expected that you do. It's yep. kind of split. Mm -hmm. okay. And we try to split up the shopping that way, too. Okay. So. Do you, have you thought about online shopping? Like delivery, grocery delivery? I have. I've never done it. Yeah. It's pretty convenient. Yeah. Yeah, because you do it from an app or mm -hmm. online, and it's... They deliver for okay. a few bucks. Sometimes I like I just wander in the store though, so I like to see things. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like then I'm wandering forever. And well, that, yeah, that's the thing, right? Like you can get sucked into the vortex yep. of just perusing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but then you can find some good snacks too. Yeah. Right. Um, what about cleaning? Do you guys? Uh, it seems like you're pretty organized, mm -hmm. like at work, and are you pretty organized at home? Clean at home? Pretty organized at home. I like things. Um, to be in good order. Like, I don't right. like things left out where they yeah. don't belong. Mm -hmm. um, I like lines in my carpet from the vacuum because I'm a <laughs> nut like that. Um, yeah. Like, Is Tyler the same way? No. Okay. Not at all. So are he's, you... He's good, but Does he's, that mean that you're doing the cleaning then and organizing? We, or, we, do, or? we both try to pitch in. Okay. Um, he helps a lot. But he knows um, that it's important to you. Yes, he does. But it's not that important to him. No, I think yeah. he does it for me. Right. So he's a good husband. Good. Um... So since we're talking about him, how did you guys meet? How did you meet Tyler? We met actually through his dad. Mm -hmm. um, it's a funny story. Um, I guess years ago now, I went to get my taxes done mm -hmm. um, just on like a Saturday morning. And uh, his dad is a CPA and his whole family like kind of works there. It's his family business. Mm -hmm. He doesn't work there. But um, I went in to get my taxes done and his mom, his dad was my accountant and his mom was the lady at the front desk. And I went in, did my thing and I left. And... Uh, she, I guess she thought I was nice. And it's funny because I was actually dressed nice and had makeup on. And you just happened to be dressed nice? Well, because it was Saturday. Because it was a Saturday morning. It was a Saturday morning. And I, at the time, I lived out in Eagleville. And his parents' office okay. is in Feasterville. So it was kind okay. of a drive. Yeah. But it was near where my parents lived because my dad also goes there, which is why I went there. So. And had you been going there for years? 
Um, or was this the first year? This was the first time I went by myself. Okay. Um, and went and like made my own appointment. Like my dad kind of always just handled it for me. Okay. Because he had been going there for a long time. Got it. 30 years. Gotcha. Um, oh, so wow. I went and got my taxes done. And I left. And then like a week later, I got a phone call from my mom saying, um, funny story, dad just went and talked to, got his taxes done. And, they, and you know, Tyler's dad wants to know if, if you're seeing anybody, if you, if, if, <laughs> and I'm like, what, what do you mean? They're like, yeah, they have a son they want to set you up with. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I was like, maybe, I mean, what's his name? So my mom didn't know his name. She didn't know any information. She's like, they want to know if it's okay to give this kid your number. And I'm like, well, maybe let me Facebook stalk him and try mm-hmm. and see what he looks like. And then I saw, I got to saw a little bit and I'm like, oh, he's, he's okay. I'm like, sure. Like, that's fine. And he ended up. I don't know, they ended up giving Tyler my phone number. He, okay. he texted me, and then we started texting, and then we decided to meet up, and that's how we met. But it was through... Through your kind folks? Kind of through our parents, yeah. My yes. dad went... Like I went... But the, back, to, back to why I look nice, because I lived in Eagleville, and I drove all the way out there to get my taxes done. And right. I wasn't driving back home, because my si- I went to my sister's house, who lives not too far from there. Okay. And she was having, having a party that day for... Okay. I think this was even before she had kids, so she was having a party for her dog. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, well, I'm not going to drive back home and then drive back out there. So I'm going to go get my taxes and then go to, go my, to the sister, party. my sister's house so that's why you're and just hang up. there until the, the birthday party for the dog. So, so that's why you're dressed up. Yes, because if, if I wasn't dressed up, if there was no birthday party for this dog, I probably would have looked like this. And right. they probably would have been like, yeah, we don't want to set you up with our son. Um, so speaking of dress, were you always casual like growing up because of the sports and the... Yeah, it was weird. Like, I got to college, and people would wear jeans to yeah. class, and I'm like, I'm in sweatpants and, you know, Adidas, right. like, right. wind pants. Yeah, even and though you wore a uniform in high school, mm-hmm. right, because it was required, right. that, like, idea of dressing up yeah, was never, was like, never, it was no. never. No, it was, like, hard for me to wear jeans. Like, jeans right. was dressing up. Jeans was dressing up. And that was, like, right. normal for people. Right. Okay. Yeah. Did you consider yourself a tomboy growing up? 100%. 100%. Yeah, I was, I was a little girl. Um, it's funny, my parents have pictures. I was dressed... In camo, like I had like army outfits for my birthday. I had walkie-talkies, binoculars, like yeah. canteen, like right. all camo boy gear. Right. Like I didn't have, I didn't play with dolls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, growing up, like did you always play with the boys, or like you were playing was, sports and like so you were doing no like dolls, no houses, no right? No, that wasn't yeah. me. That was my sister. Yeah, that was not me. But there wasn't really any boys to play with. Um, uh, all okay. the neighbors and like our kid, the kids on our street were girls. So uh, right, they were—they kind of thought I was the weird girl because I was the tomboy. Right. So I was like in my backyard kicking a soccer ball against the fence, gotcha, and they gotcha. were just doing their thing. Okay, interesting. So you met Tyler. You're texting. Where was your first date? It was actually he drove all the way out to where I used to live. Um, it was called Brother Paul's. It mm-hmm. was like a restaurant bar place um, okay. out in Eagleville. It's—I think it's changed names now. But he mm-hmm. came out. We just met there. Yeah. And like, kind of like blindly, mm-hmm. and that, that was our first date. Was it a good date? We're, it was good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was there anything memorable from it? Um, no, I mean, I just remember sitting there with him, yeah. but nothing. Did you think at the time, like, he's the one? No. It's funny. I can tell you I know the exact moment I knew he was the one. What was that moment? So I guess we had been seeing each other for a little bit. Um, and we were supposed to hang out at night. Like, it was during the week, like, after work. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't feeling so good. I was, like, sniffly, kind of come down with a cold. So I texted him, and I was like, hey, can we reschedule? Like, I think he was just going to come over, and we were going to watch TV or something. How far into this was it? I don't really remember. I guess 
it probably was a decent amount if I knew he was the one at that point. Cause right, it, you know. right. And anyway, I was like, can we reschedule? I'm not really feeling so good. I think I'm, you know, kind of have a cold. Mm -hmm. And he said, sure. So that night, like, I get home from work, and I think I just put my pajamas on at, like, 5 o'clock, and I'm just on the couch, and somebody rings, my, my doorbell rings. And I'm like, weird, like, who's ringing my doorbell? Like, right, You know, right. star I'm outside, I'm, I'm scared, I'm by myself. Right. And here it is him. He came with, like, NyQuil, DayQuil, cough drops, tissues, soup, like, all this stuff for, like, a person with a cold. And it was the most adorable thing ever. From that point on, I knew he was the one. Hilarious. Yeah. So he, he, he dropped it off, and then he left? He, like, I mean, he made us, maybe stayed for a little bit, right. but he, well, not long. It's like we didn't really yeah, hang out. Yeah, because you were sick. And yeah, yeah, it was it just was, like, right. here's some tissues, and it was really cute. Cute. That's when I know. Yeah, romantic. Mm -hmm. um, so... Had you dated anyone long term before Tyler? I had, okay. yes. Um, yeah, long term. Yeah, it didn't end well. Okay. So was this through college or after? After. After. Okay. After college, yeah. Got it. Um, how long did you and Tyler date before um, you got engaged? We, I think it was about two years. We were dating, got and it. then we got engaged. We got engaged in January of 2015 and we actually got married that same year in November. So yeah, so pretty quick, like yep. 10 months mm -hmm. engagement. Yeah. How did he propose? <laughs> so it was in my old house. We were, he picked up dinner from this place, the sushi place we really liked. Mm. So he brought sushi. What place? Uh, Viku in Royersward. Ooh, okay. So it was kind of a drive. So it was past where you Yeah, were it was past where I lived, but we loved that place. We always used to go there and, and eat it there. Oh. He was really insistent on, like, picking it up and bringing it back to the house. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, why don't we just go there? You right, because like, he would have to drive easier. past you yeah. and then come back. Yeah. But he really wanted to just take, like, do takeout. I'm like, right. all right, fine. Okay. So he, it's funny, he brings it over, like, the soup. We got soup. It all spilled in the car, so there <laughs> went the soup. <laughs> um, he brings it over. We have, you know, we eat our dinner. Um, we... And we're cleaning stuff up. Right. And me being as OCD as I am, I see his winter like beanie hat on the kitchen chair. And I'm like, that doesn't belong there. You know, why is there a hat on the He's chair? He's never put it there. He's never put it there. Right. <laughs> and like, I want it in the closet where it belongs. So right. I go to pick it up and it's heavy. And then, and I'm like, wait a minute. I oh look inside God. and there's a box in there. And he's at the kitchen you sink. You found the box. What, I wrote it. He, I totally wrote it. Oh my it. God. So he's at the kitchen sink, has his back to me. So I'm like, what do I do? Like, oh no, is this, is this going to happen? Like, I don't need, I put it back. Right. No, I didn't put it back down. I'm like, hey, what, what's this? Oh, no. And he's just like, he, put, he puts, his, puts the dish down and he comes over. He's like, sit down, sit down. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. And then he tells me to open my fortune cookie because we had fortune cookies. And I open it up and in the fortune it says, will you marry me? And then he gets down on his knee. But like, I totally ruined it because like I saw the box and it, yeah, you know. Yeah, you pretty much That's kind of what yeah. happened. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you didn't even have enough time to really process it. So you were just like, what is this? I'm just like, do I put it down and act like I don't see right. it? Or do I say something because I'm already in, like, right. you know? Yeah. So that's, I ruined it. But, wow. And the whole thing's on video. He had his phone propped up from, like, the living room, taping the entire dinner, the entire thing. And you and didn't even know that? No. That I, no idea. I didn't even, like, how did I not see this phone, right. like, propped on a chair exactly. the whole time? Yeah, you notice the beanie, but you don't notice the phone. Right. Yeah. Wow. Did you know around that time that, like, had you guys talked about it? Did you have uh, a sense that he would propose soon? Or was this, like, completely out of the blue? Yeah, we kind of had talked about it for, like, you know, like, future stuff. But I didn't know it was going to happen in that soon. Like yeah, it, okay. I thought maybe, I knew it was going to happen eventually. Right. But when it did, I was, I was surprised. Yeah, okay. Holy smokes. 
and then so you told your folks and everything and then you just the well, I, I, so after it happened, I called them, and they already knew because yeah. he had gone there and asked permission Obviously. and did all that because right. he's a good he guy like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wedding-wise, it was pretty quick. It was. Um, is that because you're just that good at planning and you just had everything nailed down, or is it you yeah. wanted it quicker? No, like you wanted it within we didn't year. see any reason to like really wait. We kind of wanted to do it in the fall when the weather was nice, mm -hmm. and we're like, why wait until the following fall because then that would just take forever so right because it would have like, been almost two years right right so we're like all right let's let's get it done this fall so um it. it ended up being november just because venue wise when we could get a good date okay so. where did you get married actually it was in new jersey so yeah. it was south jersey um on a golf course uh blue heron pines in egg harbor township egg harbor yeah, yeah. why that place so we originally were going to do it at like a winery or something cool like that. Mm -hmm. um, so we were looking at a bunch of wineries in that area. Mm -hmm. And just on a, on, a, on a whim, we were like, oh, let's check out this golf course. It's like right around here in the mm. area. That day we were like looking at oh, Okay, stuff. so you really were out there for the wineries. Right. But you were just like, oh, let's just check it out. Yep, so yeah. we looked at a bunch of wineries, and then we were like, oh, this place is right here too. Let's check gotcha. it out since gotcha. we're here and we're you yeah. know, doing all this. And we loved it. Yeah. So then they had a, they had a date that kind of worked. Mm -hmm. And so we went with that. So, yeah, because none of you, neither of you were from there. No. So. No, we weren't. Yeah. Hmm. Got it. Um, so what year was this? You got married in? 2015. 2015. So yep. you've been married three years. Just three years, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, how did you find CrossFit? Um, so I found Or let's it. actually, before that. So after college, you're done with soccer. Yep. After college, done what soccer. were you doing for working out, if anything? So I played in an adult league on Sundays for okay. a couple of years, um, but it wasn't really that fun because the time of the day it killed the whole day. Like sometimes you never knew when the game was going to be. Yeah. Like I like to get things done early, you know, not Couldn't wait around until you know. Yeah. <laughs> but and then even aside from that, people wouldn't show up, so you'd be uh. playing with like down players or with no subs, and it just it wasn't fun. So then ended up I ended up stopped playing just because okay. it wasn't fun anymore. So. I mean, I went to a Globo gym for a while, but I had no idea what I was doing. So I just ran on the treadmill, did the elliptical. I would do machines, but it wasn't. Because they were there. Because they were there. Like, and I, I would I'll see other these. people. I'm like, all right, I'll do this. Right. Like, didn't, you know, just in the weight. Like, right. okay. Yeah. But I probably didn't, I didn't get me much results. Got it. From okay. that. Um, one day, how I even found CrossFit was I was online, like, at work. Mm -hmm. I, I think it was on my lunch break. And uh, I was just, like, searching for, like, workout stuff. And I happened to come across a video of a girl doing, I think it was like deadlifts and box jumps. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I could do stuff like that. So then I, I Googled, like, what it was, and it was mm -hmm. a CrossFit thing. Mm. And I think it was actually an open workout, um, maybe like 14 point something. Yeah. There and at the time, like, I had no idea what that even meant. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. So I Googled, and it's found out it was like CrossFit. I think it might have been, like, Julie Fouché doing the video that I was watching. Didn't know who she was at the time or anything like that. And I'm like, oh, CrossFit. So let me start Googling CrossFit. So I... Had you, so you had up. never heard of CrossFit before that? Mm, I might have heard it. Or maybe it. you did, I but you have, never associated right, it Right, and like, I never really kind of looked yeah. into it to, like, look up That became your, like, anchor to that it could mm -hmm. be a real thing. Yep. Yeah, okay, got it. And then I, I saw, like, this girl doing deadlifts, box jumps. I'm like, I think I could maybe do that. Let me Google more stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I would try to... I, I remember, like, at 
like just Googling the movements and mm -hmm. overhead squat, I would try to do at the gym that I was going to at the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think I had a wide grip on the bar. I had no idea what I was doing. Right. <laughs> it was right. like straight overhead trying to squat. With a bar, so probably a 45 pound myself. bar. Right. Yeah, because I had no idea. I just yes. would like see it and then just try and do it. Yep. And um, But I talked about it a lot. I okay. just talked about CrossFit. I'm like, oh, it looks really cool. But those weights look so heavy. I, I don't know if I can do that, you know? Right. So I talked about it forever. Never had the nerve to actually go into a box. Did you realize there was a gym that would do this, or did you think it was just an online thing? Oh, no, I knew there was gyms, because okay. then I would see them popping up, and then I would, there was I one I used to drive by, and I, every time we drove by it, I would say, oh, look, CrossFit. Like, Got it. But I, didn't, I always had an excuse of why I wouldn't just go and, and yeah, sign up. Yeah, so it had piqued your interest. It, definitely. But yeah, you were like, I mean, you, there was a fear there, right? Mm -hmm. There was an apprehension. Right. Yeah, okay. So how it all even started was... Um, I and think what, year, what year was this? So this was like, what, 2015? 2015. Yeah, yeah 2015. Okay. Um, I talked about it a lot. And I, Tyler and I used to drive by one almost every time. It was on a main, right off a of main road. Mm -hmm. um, so for my birthday in 2015, he gave me a shaker cup mm -hmm. with a certificate in there. He had signed me up for CrossFit <laughs> for like a month trial or something like that. So I was like, now I really have to go. Yeah. So, smokes. Um, so it's not something you asked for. But you had been talking about it. I had talk, been talking about it. And yeah. it, was, it was a great gift. It Honestly, it changed my life. It was, this Tyler sounds really romantic. He's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so my birthday's in July, and yeah. I, was kind, I was still even scared. Like, I was like, it was the greatest gift, but, like, a gift that scared me at the same time. Right. Because I, didn't, I had to go and do, like, a base camp thing, mm -hmm. and I was putting off, like, so, like scheduling that. Yep. So I finally did in August, which was, like, a few weeks later, mm -hmm. um, and went and did that. Mm -hmm. And it was good. Um, yeah, what, would you, what did you think going in versus what you experienced? I, I was like, oh, I'll probably go give this a try. It's going to be really hard. And mm -hmm. then I could say I tried it. But, like, you know, you can scale anything for anybody's level. So mm -hmm. I worked my way up to being able to do things. So would you hard. say it was better or not easier per se, but uh, more accessible? Definitely. It was, than you thought going in? Mm -hmm. I was able to do things that I didn't think I could do. Got it. Um, okay. And I had a really great on-ramp base camp type of thing, and then I started and going. who's your coach for that? Coach Rachel. Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you got into it, and then how often were you working out? Um, I was only going a couple days a week, um, trying to get there after work, mm -hmm. um, two, three times, um, not as consistently as I do now. Mm -hmm. um, it took time to kind of build up to that. What, what was that about? Like, did you just not realize you could do more, or...? You were just sore? Or? Um, it, I mean, it was hard to get there after work from where I worked at the time, okay, actually. Okay, so, so schedule-wise, so schedule Got it. Yeah. And okay. then some days I would plan on going, and then I'd be driving. I'm like, eh, I'm tired. I'm just going to keep, keep driving fast and go home. But now... Got it. Yeah, but then, actually, after you, like, sometimes it's just going there and being with my friends is what got me there. Mm -hmm. like sometimes, like, I didn't really feel like working out, but I wanted to go see all my friends and hang out with them and, and work out together. Yeah. And that's not something a lot of people realize, right? The community piece, the social piece. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually huge. Yeah, that became a big for, uh, for accountability. Mm -hmm. Cool. So this was like 2015? 2015. And then what kind of changes did you see happen or what kind of results were you getting? Like whether they were lifts or gymnastics yeah. or body composition or... Um, I just saw all my lifts go up. I mean, I started with an empty bar or a light bar and then I... Mm -hmm. I I'm very competitive. So I wanted to make myself better. Like I would see people, you know, across the gym 
doing RX weights, and I, and I would think to myself, oh, I'm never going to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. like, or doing crazy gymnastic movements, I'll never be able to do that. But mm -hmm. I want to be able to do that. So I just worked really hard and pushed myself um, to, to be able to. I mean, I just started going more, started right. going to like our open gym, open practices, and, mm -hmm. and working on things that I was not so good at, to mm -hmm. get good at them, and, and just over time. Which, I mean, to circle back around to like school, mm -hmm. like it, school didn't come naturally per se, but you worked right. hard at it and for working out. Uh, I think a lot of people, because as a coach, a lot of people look at you and think, well, number one as a coach and then number one, at, number two as an athlete in class, you know, you can do bar muscle ups and lift heavy weight and squat heavy weight. And so people might look at you and be like, she's always been able to do this, right? Mm -hmm. But you were once in their shoes. Oh, yeah. Looking at I know exactly what it feels like to yeah. not be able to do double unders and be tripping up on them and whipping yourself and right. trying so hard for a bar muscle up. And I know exactly what it feels like. It's, right. it's just a process. Right. And you're working on ring muscle ups now. I mean, you have ring muscle ups, but you're still even now working on yep. something, right? Mm -hmm. So it's never ending process. Exactly. Um, so when did you start coaching? Like, how did that process come about? Um, I just I just started to love CrossFit. I um, I just wanted to read everything about it and learn more and just kind of really started because I wanted to improve myself as an athlete. Mm -hmm. So I started leave, I read the Level One book and then I so read, like for fun for you fun were reading the Level yeah, One book. Yeah, no, no, I had really didn't even yeah. think about coaching and right. um, just read it for fun because yeah. it's it's Cause great. It's, I re right? totally recommend it to anybody, even yeah. if you don't want to be a coach. Read that book for it'll improve you. And yeah, it's free. It's a good reference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. it's great. Um, so I read that and I think I read it even a second time. Like, Were you I, I liked <laughs> not the first time. Okay. This, I usually like to read things first and then the second time I okay. go back and take notes. But, um, and then I read it again and then I just kind of was influenced by some other people, um, at my old box mm -hmm. about maybe thinking about the level one and, you know. Okay. So there was something that made them. I think they. Trying to talk to you and encourage you to do it. Right. Yep. So I, I decided to sign up for it mm -hmm. and, and I did that. And then I started coaching. Uh, where did you take it? King of Prussia. And do you remember the the trainers? I the one guy's name was Danny. Um, I don't remember. Amy the, was probably there. Amy right? Amy was one of them. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember, do you remember the other. Remember Flowmaster? I I remember what she looked like, and I have all their names written down. Like yeah. I saved all that stuff, but I don't know her name offhand. Got it. And this was twenty. It was this year. It was February 20, of 2018. 18. Yep. So last year, really, because we're it's January 1st today. It is. <laughs> um, but recently, it was yeah. within the last year. Yep. Um, that, I think, is important because similar to you working out, I think some people might look at you coaching and be like, oh my God, she's always been coaching. Um, you might not realize that, but I think some people might think that. But it's been pretty recent. Yeah. Yeah. When you started coaching... Or let, let's talk about, like, maybe your growth coaching-wise okay. um, versus athlete-wise, because those are two different things. Mm -hmm. um, how do you think you were or how, how were you coaching-wise when you first started? So scared. So I didn't – for a while I co-coached, so mm -hmm. I didn't um, coach on my own. Mm -hmm. And I, I was scared to death. Even like, co-coaching? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because, so, like, right. it would be like, all right, well, I'm either going to demo or I'm going to speak. Okay. So I always kind of liked the demo because I knew how to actually do it. Mm -hmm. But then when you're speaking and you need to actually explain it, I was I would, I was afraid I was going to freeze or not know what to say. Yep. Um, but I always did all right. Mm -hmm. um, but I was really scared. 
Um, and just over time, you just keep doing it, and mm -hmm. you kind of build that confidence. Like, I know this. I know how to show somebody and, and speak to it. Mm -hmm. um, but I was really scared at first. Did you ever take public speaking or have to make you know, speeches or presentations? I mean, I'm sure you had to do in college, right? Um, yeah, I had to do it in college. Um, at one of the jobs that I worked at, we had a thing called Toastmasters. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. So I was part of that, which okay. is kind of like impromptu stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I did that. And were you similar in terms of like being nervous and Oh yeah, like I didn't want, I mean, I would show up and go to these things, but yeah. I didn't want my number to be called. Or right, I didn't want you didn't want to, to do it. Right, yet. right. Um, okay, got it. Would you consider yourself more of an introvert or extrovert? Definitely an introvert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, again, like that role of being a coach, like you're, you're not necessarily the center of attention per se, but you're, you're, you're kind of like the hostess. You're, you're supposed to be leading the group, right? You're the group leader. Right. Um, and so there needs to be an element of putting on a show kind of, mm -hmm. right? Um, obviously, it's a lot of education too because we're teaching, but... Um, so sometimes you need to train, um, that piece of it, yep. right? Especially if you're not naturally right. loving that spotlight. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, do you have any strategies or like, how have you kind of worked on that? Um, or what, what do you tell yourself? Um, cause there's a lot of coaches out there that are introverts, mm -hmm. um, or people who are introverts that might be interested in coaching and right. might think that they can do it, right? Yeah, well, what I, for me, I like to prepare in advance. Like, I'm a big person for preparation. Like, the more I prepare and the more confident I am in knowing, like, knowing that I know something, mm -hmm. then the better I'm going to do, you know, in public doing it. So, right. for even when I coach today, like, every single while, like, I prepare in advance. I, and you guys and some guys, people always see my notebook. Like, I write things out yep. um, just because that helps me learn. And yep. so I, I'm a big on like solid preparation will help you um, yep. in what you do. Right, because that'll help you feel more confident mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. Um, cool, so coaching wise, I feel like um, there's been good growth, right? But what, let's say coaching or athlete wise, like mm -hmm. what are you still wanting to work on or, or do or, um, kind of grow into? Um, I guess, like to grow into? What are your goals or what kind of um, things do you want to work on either as an athlete mm -hmm. or as a coach? Uh, and we can even expand this like professionally, either professionally or, um, or personally. Like right. it's January 1st, 2019. Yeah. So um, where do you see yourself kind of growing in any direction. Yeah, I mean, I hope to just continue um, pushing hard each day and as an athlete, um, improving all my times. Like I can, I can RX a lot of things now that I couldn't before, mm -hmm. but just because you can RX something, you know, let's improve it so we get a better time, get more rounds, get more reps. So just kind of improving on that stuff, um, working on my mobility is a goal mm -hmm. for as an athlete. Um, as a coach, it's just being a better coach, really. Um, maybe doing some more certifications, um, specialization things to be able mm -hmm. to teach better mm -hmm. um, and, you know, help, help people learn more. Um, maybe get better with cues, um, mm. stuff like that to help athletes yep. on, the, on the floor. Um, just Level help. two would help with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's really good. Um, it's really good cert. 
because you're you're doing way more coaching than like level one is is awesome like you said for any athlete mm -hmm. even even if you're not looking to coach like it's a minimum to coach to mm -hmm. get to level one but and it's it's not cheap right it's a thousand dollars for level one so you know we can't force anyone to, to take it but right. it's almost like it's so good that almost every CrossFit athlete should take it mm -hmm. if it's if it's possible right you know but the level two, I, in my mind, is the real is actually the level one for coaching. Yeah. Like the first time that you're actually critiqued and given feedback about your coaching style. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you definitely need some experience before in, before going into that. Right. Yeah. Um, what about bucket list items? So maybe not this year, but just overall, <laughs> um, what are your what's on your bucket list? In in anything. Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. Before you kick the bucket. Before I kick the bucket, um, I definitely, from an athlete standpoint, I want to be able to RX this workout that I haven't been able to RX yet. It's called Amanda. That has been on my list for a while. One of these, maybe this year it'll happen. What are the requirements for Amanda? It is ring muscle-ups and snatches. At what weight? 95-pound uh, snatch, full snatch, and ring muscle-ups. I think Got it's it. 975 is the rep scheme. Mm -hmm. So that's something I won't be able to do. Um, Hopefully, maybe soon. <laughs> we'll see. Um, coaching standpoint, just to continue to grow and get better and help people. Um, what about, we haven't even talked about travel. Have you traveled anywhere? This year, I went to a couple places. We went to Key West, Florida mm -hmm. um, in the spring. Tyler was there for work, so um, that's why he was there. And mm -hmm. then he had a few days off, so I, I flew down separately and met him, and then we had some time there. We also went to Nashville in maybe September, mm -hmm. and then recently Vegas in November. Mm -hmm. So we did some traveling. Um, but I'm, I'm really a homebody. Like, I don't really care too much about going yeah. anywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I'd be fine just, you know, having a day off from work and just sitting on my couch, and that's a vacation to me. Have you been out of the country? I've been to Italy um, maybe 10 years ago with family. So, yeah. yeah. Um, do you read, listen to podcasts? What kind of, like, content do you consume? I listen to a ton of podcasts, and I, and I do read. It takes me a while to get through a book, though, just time-wise. Um, but I listen to podcasts actually at work all day. Mm -hmm. I try to, as long as it's something where I can... You can multitask like that? Yep. Like listen to podcasts and mm -hmm. be doing work? Yeah. Yep, and it's a lot of like CrossFit podcasts or nutrition or health, things yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. So it's more conversation and... Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. What are your favorite podcasts? Uh, Girls Gone Wild, mm -hmm. uh, Mind Pump, mm -hmm. Icon Athlete. Um, I listen to... There's Daily Stoic. I Mm -hmm. Instead of reading it every single day, which takes like a minute, mm -hmm. I have it play through my ears, <laughs> so I have that one come up. And they all automatically come to my phone, and yeah. then I just like blast through them. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, anything else you want to add? Anything that we haven't talked about that would help people get to know you? Um, I don't know. If anybody has any questions, any, ask me. I'm an open book. Like, I'll tell you anything. Are you always... Or would you consider yourself a positive person? Yes. I would, I, and I would say I have not always been a positive person, um, especially um, when I first started CrossFit and I, there, I wouldn't be able to do things that I wanted mm -hmm. to be able to do. I would be like, I can't do that. Like the word can't, shouldn't say it. Can't yet. But, and I've actually, I have this bracelet that I now wear. It is, I forget the name of it. It's like a reband or a re-something bracelet. And they have inspirational quotes on it. So you're supposed to wear it like the, the fancy side mm -hmm. with um, like the decorative side. Mm -hmm. But I actually always wear the quote out 
when mm -hmm. you're feeling down or negative, and the one I chose was actually you can, mm -hmm. because it's not like I don't want to say can't anymore, because I used to be a negative person, and now I've changed that to be a positive person. This bracelet that I always wear is a reminder. Like if I'm in the middle of a workout or I'm maybe doing whatever it is, and I think I can't, can. Just be positive about it. When did you get that, or when did this mindset shift happen? Throughout this year, um, I think when I became a coach, I was like, you know what? Negative things that I did as an athlete, I can't be as a coach because I'm now a coach and I want to have a positive, you know, portray a positive. Yeah. You know, I don't want Set a good example. Exactly. Exactly. Well, mm -hmm. Set a good example. Yep. So when I became a coach, I definitely tried to change my mindset and get rid of the neg negativity stuff. Hmm. And I got this bracelet earlier this year and I love it. Actually, you can. There's, yeah. But they make, there's, I forget the name of the brand, but they make all different kinds of like inspirational quotes that when you're feeling like down or not so good, you yeah. look down it and it's a reminder. That's really cool. Yeah. What are the other like, bands or wrist things? I forget. No, no, you, you. Right? Oh, no, this is for, um, this is the Rachel's Helping Hands, or Rachel Pastor Helping Hands Cancer Foundation. So this mm -hmm. is Tyler's sister mm -hmm. who passed away. Um, mm -hmm. It's a, a band for her foundation mm -hmm. that Tyler and his family started. Mm -hmm. and these are just decorative, um, I forget the name of these. Oh, Pure Vita, they're real popular. Everybody has them. Some of the people in here wear them, but I, I'm, I'm big on wrist accessories, so I like my wrist is always jazzed up with stuff. Got it. But actually, you can is my favorite one. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. Um, yeah, just with coaching, like confidence-wise, like mm -hmm. mindset matters a lot, right? Yeah. So, but sometimes it takes that stepping in, into a role. Like with great power comes great responsibility. Like as a coach, you have the responsibility to set a good example. And if someone is in class saying, I can't do this, mm -hmm. and as a coach, you're like, well, yes, you can. Right. Like, it's, it's not credible if you're telling yourself, yeah. right? So that definitely changed me, yeah. becoming a coach. Because I was that athlete who said, I can't. Got it. And, and you would just give up? I mean, I would get frustrated really mm -hmm. easily, and mm -hmm. that's not good. Got it. Just can't yet. Keep working on it. It's, everything's a process. Actually, you can. Actually, you can. I like it. Yeah. I think we'll end there. Good job. Thanks. Hey, folks. Thanks again for listening to Cross Econa Radio. If you like what you heard, head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and leave us a review, which helps us get found on the interwebs. Also, head over to social media. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Cross Econa, K-A-N-N-A. -N -N -A. And if you have any questions for the podcast, email us at info at crossfitcona.com. Thanks and have a great day.